Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Drop Your Buffs podcast, where we recap the strategy, social game, and stupidity. Oh, I didn't know you were asking for me. <laughs> Of each Survivor episode. Yay! We're back! We're back, 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 back again. Again, again. Drop your buffs. <laughs> Tell a friend. A theme song coming on. We're back, back, back. Drop your buffs. Back, back. Tell a friend. Back. Uh, you know, it just kind of like we'll just do a jingle. Everybody will know it, and then uh, yeah, you're we'll the you're the musical one. It. You're the musical one of us, so you're gonna have to do oh. it. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll work on it. We'll, we'll see what I come up with. All right. Oh man, how are you? I cannot, how is I'm, everything? I am doing so good. Life is crazy. I am moving houses. I am hosting survivor parties. I mean, it was one party, but it was a giant party. So it feels like it was like five parties jammed into one. I love it. I am overwhelmed, but everything is amazing. What about you? I am also super busy. I know that we said in a a previous uh, podcast that we didn't know if we were going to be able to podcast this episode (laughs) just because how busy our lives were. But I'm so happy that we managed to get it in the day before the second episode. <laughs> we did whatever we, we could and we did it. Yes. and But we just needed to get this in because what an epic season we have in store. I mean, even just from the first episode, I am so excited. Like, we could not pass up talking about the premiere. Like, if we had to record no. the next episode and talk about, like, the premiere and the next episode, we would just... We would just be, it would be too much. Like, I would oh my probably start to kind of like twitch at some point because yeah. there's just so many things trying to come out at once. And just, just like, from where we were. <laughs> just like Tony on the island day one, he's like twitching. Like he wants to go run off and find idols and he's but like he holding can't. it in. Twitch. <laughs> oh God, exactly. All right. Well, let's, shall we, shall we go for it? Let's do Why this. Why not? Let's do this. All right. Huh. <laughs> So we open up with that amazing flag footage that we've seen from the last episode of season 39, the teaser, the winners uh-huh. at war flag. Better get invokes, ready. It just invokes <laughs> something so like, what's the word I'm looking for? Where it's I just kind of like. Goosebumps like, everywhere. Like goosebumps. You're just on the edge gritty. of your seat. It's, it's, we're ready. And it is that winners at war. We see this montage where they pretty uh-huh. much show us footage of every single person from the seasons they've played in before. Yes. There's a scene of poverty with screaming with the chicken. Very yes, important. I loved that. Um, <laughs> right. But it just kind of hits all of that nostalgia within that audience that we've been there for all of these moments. And now we get to see them go head to head. We've never seen this before. Oh, so what was your, like, what's your emotion during that? Like, I was wondering if I was going to cry, if I was going to, like, freak out. And I was just, like, a giggly mess. I was just like, ah, 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 the whole time. I think it's so funny because I know, like, there's the giggly mess. I know people (laughs) that cried watching it. I know. And I'm, and I'm, but I'm that person who just kind of goes, Let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, it's like, I'm not like mad that I'm seeing Mm -hmm. the footage, but it's pumping me 
up. Like, I want to see these people turn up on the island. I want to see them 20 years later on that mat. Can we just discuss how we're seeing people who played 20 years ago in seasons two and three out there? Ethan and Amber? It's a lifetime. And, oh, my gosh, both of them have been through a complete different life. Mm -hmm. You know, one person has, you know, conquered cancer on two occasions i believe Mm -hmm. and then you've got a woman who her life changed because of the game and it Mm -hmm. led to her life expanding having a family four children and we need to remember i want to preface from the very start of this episode something that i reminded myself amber has played survivor twice amber has also played the amazing race twice with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so she's not somebody who is unfamiliar with games and I think she gets a little bit less credit for being in the world because of mm-hmm. who her husband is. But yeah. She played before him and she, he could She lasted super long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so, know what? She's not we, like, she's not like that, like electric TV personality at all. No. Like no. she's, she just feels like your everyday woman out there. Mm-hmm. But like you said, she has that story yeah. that is, that is really what draws you to her. And and, you know, like, honestly, I was looking forward to see what she could do. Well, here's, here's the other thing. Spoiler alert. But mm-hmm. here's the other thing. <laughs> she was asked on the mat, you know, by Jeff, you know, that long ago, you're here, what now? And I kind of, I don't know why I expected her to kind of, like, waffle some kind of, like, meaningless answer mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, out of her element, all this kind of stuff. Like, I have to remember, oh, she won the game. She's mm-hmm. played multiple times. And she came out with a, a charming yet well-articulated response. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to see this girl play. You know, I want to see what we haven't seen from recent players in that of an original old-school game player I want to see that in this environment, you know? Yeah. We've been bombarded by new school. And <laughs> I, you know how much I love old school. You know uh-huh. that that is my realm. I know that you're new school. <laughs> oh, also, if, if our listeners are listening, I put up some uh, polls on our Instagram stories. It was a lot of fun. I'm glad yeah. uh, that a lot of you actually responded to them. It gave us a little bit of information. And I think um, we'll get to the responses throughout the, uh, uh-huh. the podcast, but... I just wanted to let you know, Hannah, that you and I answered completely different on every single question. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. Like some of his questions were like, who do you think sell, uh, what's the one tribe? Who do you think should have been voted uh, out? Or like, did they make the right LA decision? And right. Oh my and, gosh, of know, course. Which is your favorite tribe? Like you and I are going to have such different perspectives on this season already. And I love it. That's why we're here. That's why we do this. Okay, speaking of, okay, so I want to get into what's so interesting about your opinion on the season and talking about how different we are is the fact that there are some winners that you do not like, and this is a judgment-free zone. Dion Uh is allowed to talk about who he doesn't like. I, on the other hand, and I'm like, I'm like so giddy about all of these players. Like, of course there's some that I'm, that I'm looking forward to more than the other, but I think Mm. it'd be interesting, Dion, if you shared like the ones that you don't like and like, and like who you're not excited for, because I find it so fascinating. All right. Well, let's, okay, let's go. (laughs) We we see them jump off the boat and they Uh get to the map and out of the men that are playing again, Uh 
am I excited about any of the men that are playing again? <laughs> like, um, like, okay, let's talk about Tyson. Oh, do <laughs> not have the like, best I love opinion Tyson. of Tyson. I love him. I love his humor. No. I love him so but much. You guys get the beach the yet? You know. Yeah, right. Okay, that's fine. I'm talking token teens, <laughs> mean spirited Tyson. Just mm-hmm. rubbed me the wrong way. The way that uh. he spoke about Sierra, and I loved Sierra that season. Uh-huh. The way he talked about Aaron, I loved Aaron that season. He just uh-huh. talked so poorly about these people. I couldn't like him, you know? And so then to see him on Heroes versus Villains, I'm like, ugh, why do we have to see him again? I'm actually wearing this tank top as an ode to Tyson's underwear in Heroes versus Villain, the leopard print, um, because he wore a flamingo uh, underwear. He's wearing flamingo underwear this season, yeah, and I is. don't have anything with flamingos on it. So I just thought if he's Next getting time. to like put on a show, then I'm going to too. Or, yeah. or also, I'm wearing my 20, uh, 20 years. 40 seasons buff in the spirit That's of it. Beautiful. But back to Tyson, he was always that mean-spirited person. Mm-hmm. Then flash forward to this season, he's crying in a confessional. He's being nice and all this. I'm sorry, like, do I like Tyson now? <laughs> what is happening? He he got me. When he started crying, I started crying. I'm like, what is but going is, on? <laughs> the way he's talking about having a family and things being important, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, Wow. I like you a lot better than a lot of the guys on your tribe now. And that's saying mm-hmm. something, be it that I never had the strongest positive opinion of you. So um, who is, isn't there, uh, is there another guy on that came in that is like your like spicy take, like you do not like this person that everyone else likes? Jeremy. Jer- that's who it is. Like I, I like love Jeremy. Jeremy and you don't like Jeremy. Do you want to explain that a little bit? <laughs> I just, like, I get it. Like, he's this whole, like, firefighter, the wife, the kids. He's out there doing this, blah, blah, blah. But, like, (laughs) everybody's got a job. Everybody's got a family. Everybody's out there to do it. Like, I don't know why that separates him from everyone. You know, that doesn't, he's not the most, um, I don't see him with like this incredible humor i don't yeah. see him with this incredible like ability to kind of like communicate with the rest of his cast he's usually in battles with people like he's not that mm-hmm. fully fledged social player i the loved way- him on second chances see i loved kelly and they were at odds mm-hmm. so i think that's another part because i saw him take her out because he had these minions in Tasha and Spencer and that was so frustrating for me I yeah I will say the one thing that has irked me about Jeremy but then in the moment I get it but what irked me is when he skipped to vote out Kimmy Kappenberg during that tribal council when she turned on him and he skipped in front of her to go vote her out but I was like you know what I get it I get it but I love his personality I love his passion and I love his his accent, his voice. I was going to say, it so can much. he just talk to you? I <laughs> knew you were going there. This is Jamal <laughs> all over again. You need a Jamal. Sue all me, right. whatever. But I will say out of the contestants out there, I'm so excited to see all of these women play again. Oh, like, when the woman came I, in? Whew. I, like, I don't know. Honestly, the woman that I was least excited to see play was probably Natalie. Really? Um, and that's the one who I was most excited to see play. I don't I don't like that season at all. I mm. have and, and that's, that's my favorite, favorite season. season. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just and the thing is it's got nothing to do with Natalie 
because I think she, she's awesome. I think that she earned her win, but I don't think mm-hmm. it's a great season. Oh, the other one I don't like is Kim, and everybody loves Kim and thinks wow, that she's an amazing Dion. player. But she I just is. think she played with like 19 duds. I don't know that. That's why I'm so excited to see her play this season because we seriously even saw her on the outs, and I'm like, this is what I needed this- to see Kim. Yes, I might be able to like you now because there are layers and levels to you. And some people would um, argue that she's the Yule of her season. She Mm -hmm. had everybody under this like magic spell the whole time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, Yule has still got it. He's oh, he does. (laughs) But the thing is, like, I didn't even like Yule his season because I wanted Ozzy to win that season. So, like, you are such a Wow. <laughs> right. I'm learning so much about these people that I didn't necessarily have the best opinion of. Funny thing is mm-hmm. I liked Sophie. I liked Michelle. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. I, I love Denise. Denise is probably my favorite female winner out there. And I she think is a lot so of people, fun. Well, the thing is, I think that she had this great story having mm-hmm. gone to every single tribal council. I was so excited to see her come back in this season and actually win an immunity challenge. Um, but yeah, so that for me was just like, I was excited to see Amber again. So excited to see Danny. I mean, uh-huh. she is what the only person from her season to return because the people that yeah. have returned from that season were returning contestants. Like, yeah, Stephanie, Stephanie LaGrosa. That's, it, that's right. It. And yeah. Wow. You know what? So quick note exciting. about, quick note about Denise. When yes. I watched this premiere episode the second time, and by the way, watching the premiere for the second time was like a good lasagna leftovers. You know how when lasagna is good the second time around? It just hits it oh, the second time, yeah. The second time watching the premiere was so good. And mm-hmm. I saw what Denise was wearing on that boat coming to the beach. Do you know what she was wearing uh-huh. on her feet? What was she wearing? Chacos. She was wearing your sandals? <laughs> Now, a little bit of uh, Hannah history is that I wore Chacos when I played Survivor. And And I thought you were crazy, but I was also in skinny jeans. (laughs) Everybody thought that I was an idiot. But three days in, when it's been pouring for three days, and I have like dry feet because my feet would dry quickly because I was wearing Chacos. Exposed to the air and not being. And everybody else has feet. (laughs) Stuck in. Pruny feet. (laughs) <laughs> yep, and then they were like, "Wait a second, she was kind of." She couldn't possibly have won them in the challenges, though. I, well, obviously not that first challenge, but she arrived to that island to the mat wearing chacos. I love it. I love it. And These I texted our friend noticed. Laura, and I was like, "Denise is wearing chacos." <laughs> yes, because she was so <laughs> jealous that she didn't wear hers. Yep. Yeah, okay, we, so um, I will just add that, like, yes, I'm excited for everyone. And I just like looking at all of them lined up when they did that yes. toast and they did that. Yes. That Jeff said that really crazy toast yes. that I had to rewind three times because I was like, what did I was he just, just about say? to ask you about that. How did you feel about Jeff's bad accent? Okay, he said, so he goes, he was like, it's going to be hard. You will be challenged. But at the end of it all, just remember, you belong. Yes. And a drink before war is always a good idea. And he throws it behind him. Like, what well, the mess was first. that? He drinks it and then he checks it. <laughs> a drink before war, throw it behind you. <laughs> um, I, I loved that we were honoring these people 
on their accomplishments. Because yes. I think they are worried that by getting a group of winners together, there can be that fear in competing again, you know, losing your legacy, um, yeah. rewriting history. And I think oh, he yeah. just wants to say, we are so grateful that you're here. Mm-hmm. We don't want to discount what you did to get here, but let's mm-hmm. play a new game. Yeah, the fact that he like that it was punctuated at the end with "you belong," yeah, just like threw me off. I was like, you know, at the end of this toast, it was "you belong." I was like, dang, that's so. Like, I don't know. It was. It, it definitely stood out to me. It definitely mm-hmm. caught my attention, but it hit me in the feels, which is. <laughs> We never want you to think that you made a mistake by being here again. Yeah, like 19 people are going to lose this round. And like you know? on the second watch and the third watch, that, for, that moment for me, You Belong, really resonated with me after seeing how Kim experienced the second episode. Oh, my, that's know? so right. Yeah. So for me, it was just kind of like, that's a really interesting thing that they preface the season by saying, yeah. and it's already coming into play. Even, you know, the first tribal council. Even, okay, know. thinking about like how we just talked about Amber for a bit, you know, Amber is is overshadowed by her husband a lot. A lot of people mm-hmm. owe her win to Boston Rob, and it's kind of like, right. you belong, Amber. You belong yes. here. Yes. I'll and take it, like, Jeff. Exactly. I'll take it, Jeff. You know, and even Michelle had a little moment where she was like, I played up, you know, in a season against people that had flashier games. I like how she put that. You know, she wasn't saying they had better games. That She was saying they had more, like, flashier games. The audience recognized their games more. Doesn't mean that they played a better game. You can't argue that a winner's game wasn't a good game. They won. Like, you really mm-hmm. have to take mm-hmm. it for what it is. I'm not sitting here saying that Jeremy is a bad game player. I'm not saying right. that Natalie's a bad game player. They right. obviously played very good games, but there are different types of games that are going to appeal to different kinds of people. We have right. never seen two winners play the same game. It's impossible, you know? So we're going to have to recognize, and, and not only have we not seen two people play the same game and win, like we haven't even seen, um, sorry, Yes, same game and win. We haven't seen the same person play the same game twice. Everybody always plays it different the second time. I mean, Sandra played Even two completely Sandra, different games yeah. and she yeah. won twice, but she didn't win playing the same game. Yeah, like people say that the Sandra strategy is anyone but me. But when right. I watched Sandra play, um, her first time was really under the radar. Anyone yeah. but me was truly her first time. Her second sure. time, she found an idol, and she was vocal mm-hmm. against Russell. She wanted Russell mm-hmm. out. She was trying to get him yeah. out, and that's what yeah. got her the win at the end. Is she was like, hey, heroes, I told you that you needed to get him out, and no one believed me. Yeah. Yeah. And then Game Changers was way different than any game she had played before because she had to play, yeah. like, start out crazy. Like, not crazy, but she knew she had to be more powerful at the beginning. Right. And mm-hmm. now we're seeing another side of Sandra. Yeah. Um, fourth time okay. out, you know? How how do you feel? Okay, so okay, we've done the mat. They've all drank their champagne. They've thrown it over their shoulder. They all threw behind get, them. Yeah. So we get into the first immunity challenge, mm-hmm. um, and already it's like the game is on. Like we have, yeah. they got bombarded. Sorry, I feel like I rerouted this conversation. Oh, it's from okay. Well, you the know what? Conversation. Speaking but I'm like, of Sandra, I feel like we I need have... to preface this. 
Yes, I have something to say about Sandra in this challenge that we didn't see okay. in the episode. Okay. So why don't you Ooh. give us a little like overview of this challenge and kind of like where have we seen this challenge before? Have we seen this before in the water at all? I believe we have seen something. I I want to almost say um, Ghost Island. Did we see that, it in Ghost Island? Maybe. I don't know. I, I do remember the hoop. Like that mm-hmm. to me is a very, yeah. um, I, I, I do remember that season, but I do believe it was a recent season and I do think it was in water. But yeah. I'm, I was confused watching it. I'm like, is the current of the water going to influence who wins this challenge? Yes. So the current did influence it. That's why the other tribe ended up winning. I read um, an article by Dalton Ross. Now I didn't like thoroughly read the whole thing, but I skimmed through and got some different tidbits from Dalton Ross's article who was on set. I mean, on mm-hmm. location during yeah. this. And he said that it was clear that the current was affecting the, the, um, the Dekal tribe. Yes. But, you know, the coolest thing is he said not one person from the losing tribe complained. Like, they knew that the current and the weather is unpredictable. And, right. you know, in this game, anything can happen. And no one was mad at production for what happened. And I just, I think that's really honorable, you know, that no, yeah, no one would I be think upset. I would complain. <laughs> I know. I know. Me too. And that's like the part that's like, wow, what? Like, but the other way, right. Yeah. So you just know, but also that influences your game. Are you going to be mm-hmm. the person that's going to completely try and turn this around on production and say, but, 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 but? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be that person who is going to find reasons to, like, are, are you? Are you going to make yourself stand out in a trial? Exactly. And, and all those winners know not to. <laughs> right. And then also maybe there is a part of you that's just like, well, we've got to vote people out eventually. Why not now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know? So anyways, so what I wanted to mention about, like I said, I want to mention something about Sandra is that in his article, mm-hmm. he mentioned that um, there was a couple matchups that we didn't get to see in the episode. I was wondering about that. Okay. Sandra and Sophie went against Michelle and Danny. And Sandra and Sophie won in one minute and 20 seconds. <gasps> what? <laughs> Sandra and Sophie. And who? Michelle. But then wow. again, that's with the current, too, if you want to throw that in there. But, you know. And that's, then the, okay. Yeah. Okay. The other. Interesting. Um, and, and then something else happened even quicker. Yule and Nick destroyed Ethan and Adam in just 40 seconds. Okay, I mean, I'm, and that's with the current freaking powerhouse. <laughs> um, and I mean, yes, but like, so wait, so Sandra and Yule are on the same tribe, they already had the numbers, so I guess it mm-hmm. must have been like out of five then. Yeah, it was supposed to be out of five, but I think for the show, for the they did premiere, three. they yeah, to just cut it down, you know, right? But anyway, it's pretty interesting. That's the other thing, well, I always like to look at the mats afterwards and see if like people are wet when we didn't see them yeah, in the water. Yeah, exactly. You know, and sometimes they don't give you enough footage to see that. Um, but I just want to really see if Denise is wearing those chacos. <laughs> I know. All right, so we do this challenge. Okay, so this challenge is extremely physical. We've seen a play out before. I believe Wendell has played it. I may be okay. wrong. Please it let us right. know. feels right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and, um, but um, so we see the challenge play out. Obviously, the Salé tribe lose. Decal wins. But... We, for the first time, are playing an immunity challenge right, right off, off the, the bat. bat. 
Dang. Their their jaws dropped. Right. And not only that, they have been informed that the edge of extinction is in play. Now, let's put this into perspective. The first time we saw the edge of extinction, we had 18 contestants, nine men, nine women, split into two different tribes, which meant one was outweighed with men and one was outweighed with women. Very interesting for for me because I I like to see it play it out more even killed. And in saying that, the way that these tribes were split, I don't know if that was even killed. It feels a little imbalanced. How do you feel about the tribe mm-hmm. split? Um, you know, nothing really stuck out to me strength wise. Um it's not when even I looked strength. at the tr- I'm talking mm-hmm. I'm talking connections. Oh, I see what you mean. I think obviously Natalie gets out because of her connection with Jeremy and how close they are. But when I was looking at the um, tribe breakdown, I was like, you know, they tried. They really tried. But, but, you know, no matter what happens, there's going to be connections. The one connection that I think that production was trying to protect Tony is by having both Sandra and Sarah on his tribe with him. I think that they were trying to give him a leg up. I think that they were trying to get him voted out. Why would you think, well, Tony and Sarah, Tony's the reason Sarah went home in her first season. Mm -hmm. They had a bad history. Tony and Sandra have a bad history. Why are these people going to protect him? Because Tony and Sarah are BFFs now outside of the game. And before Game Changers, Sarah said that Tony would and her would talk on the phone all the time, strategizing for Game Changers. And so like she credits a lot of her win to him him um, giving her tips going into it. And this is just me assuming, but I have a feeling that Tony and Sandra are good. Even though we saw them like reconnect on the beach, I think that because they went on the pre-jury trip together, I think that stuff probably got restored because I think Tony can win over people easily, but I do think that Sandra holds grudges stronger than Tony can win over people. So I mean we heard her talking about Boston Rob who she was just combining with for 30 I years. know. I know. And I just look I, I hear your theory on mm-hmm. him being protected by these women, but I mm-hmm. also feel like he's the kind of person that as soon as he starts doing what he wants to do instead of what they want him to do, they're gonna vote him out. Like they I will I right. So I don't think That's it's what happened in during his game at all. I think he mm-hmm. would have been better off on the other tribe. Oh wow. Because um, here's the thing. I don't like mm-hmm. Tony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm happy with where he's at. So, uh-huh. But the thing was, Sandra's already got him fixated on Tyson. I don't even know mm-hmm. that he actually said that because Sandra was like, I'll make up a lie. And, you know, when we see Yule talking to people to get numbers, he's talking to Sandra and Sarah. He's not talking to Tony. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Tony's in on anything. I think he's a number. He wanted Tyson gone. Amber went. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm interested to see if he gets to be in a position where he actually does get to feel like he's running the game. You know, I, I want to see Tony if he gets so to much. have his really. I want to see if he gets to be the war dog of the season because I feel like war dog was Tony 2.0. <laughs> oh my god! And then yeah. I just like, just he is such good TV. Like when he was like chained to the beach and he was like, "See, look, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just here. I'm just here. I'm not going anywhere." Like That's so I funny you said that just like him. Like I like <laughs> understood exactly what you were doing. I love like, him look, so look. much. Look. I'm that's not going Okay, that's so interesting. Um like cuz the thing is like we 
I, we're just talking in circles, aren't we? Because we're already sorry. talking about the Decal tribe. No, don't apologize. I think it's great. I think this is what uh-huh. we're all about uh-huh. because we we okay. So we need to talk about Sally tribe because they're my favorite tribe. You like Decal. I like Sally. Sally's blue tribe. Yes, and then. And Decal is Red Tribe. Okay. My fa- more of my favorite contestants are on the Sele Tribe. However, Such usually as? on uh, Denise, um, I'm actually, I've never supported these two people in their seasons, their previous seasons, but watching Boston Rob and Poverty work together is was epic. so good. Like it's it was so good. So good. Because the mm-hmm. thing is like, they even sat there and went, why are we not being targeted? What, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. And I actually like the strategy that they're going in with this time around. I like Danny. I like, you know what? I've never been a Ben fan. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see how he plays with this group of people. I mm-hmm. got a very JT in Heroes versus Villains edit Ooh, of Ben. That's this not a good edit. Around. That's not a nope. good edit. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of love that he's getting that. It's very I know, the goofy, kind of idiotic edit. <laughs> but it's also that guy that was well-liked in his season for being that type of different guy and blah, 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 and people helped him get to the end and all that kind of stuff. And then this time around, it's like, oh, what? Does he have a game? Does he have strategy? Is he as well-versed as people gave him credit for the first time around? I want to see if he is. You yeah, know? we'll see. Right. So for me, it's like there are some, um, so Ethan's on that tribe. I feel like Ethan's a little bit out of his element playing in this game, but. Oh, but can we talk I'm, about how much fun Ethan is having? Ethan is having oh, so, much. so much fun. Of course, he made all of the world cry when he is talking about how good it is to be back and that he's alive playing and I'm choking up at home. And every confessional we got from him, it was kind of like, he's like, I have no idea what's going on, but he has the biggest smile on his face and he's like giggling about it. And I just love that. And we see it looks, okay, so leading up to tribal council, thinking of the strategy, we saw Mm -hmm. the old school alliance come together yes. and prevail uh-huh. we have ethan out also of, rob out Harvey. of conflict mm-hmm. mind you Ooh, like what what was the conflict well boston rob approached danny and said i hear you're yes. throwing my name out yes and, and then that's she what owns actually up to got them to bond yeah so and how many see, that's is the, in that one four there's four, only yeah. four in that alliance yeah but here's the other thing that i was shocked about so boston rob ended up winning season 22 right mm-hmm. but he's still in the bracket of the first 10 winners in right. this season right you know he won season 22 but the back end of these seasons we're seeing a lot more current winners playing mm-hmm. so boston rob as a winner of season 22 is still considered old school and that's not counting his earlier experiences that's counting his the actual season that he won so mm-hmm. through um so the thing is, um, then Denise only won like three seasons later, a year and a half later, she won. Mm-hmm. But he's considering her more new school. Wow. That shocks me because yeah. in my mind, okay, Denise won, what, 10, 12 years ago? No, 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 seven years ago. Okay, okay. Seven years ago, I was say whatever number I, I would Singapore. believe you. <laughs> right, so she won seven years ago, which was season twenty-five, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we've seen 
Um, 15 seasons play out since then. This is the 15th season since then. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we've got 10 winners past that. So she, for me, is in that old school bracket. She goes off with Adam. They find themselves in a really weird spot. So then mm-hmm. out of, you've got four old school, four new school, Denise and Adam in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So now it's like, which side are Denise and Adam going to fall on if these don't go in and just consume, consume them? And that's what we saw. We saw... yeah old schools take Denise and Adam over mm-hmm. and get rid of the new school, which in my opinion was the best thing that could have happened. Mm-hmm. Do I think that Natalie was the right vote? No. Do I think it Ooh. should have been Jeremy? Yes. Wow. Why? Because Natalie was easily their strongest female on the yeah. tribe. Yeah, she's, she's only so played strong. the game once. Mm-hmm. People think that she's not trustworthy, but all we've seen is a game where she played loyally to someone. Yeah. And made it to the end. And Jeremy no. has more connections than Natalie has. Natalie Correct. just has Jeremy. Correct. Exactly. But, I mean, so. props to Denise and Adam for getting it the target off of them. Right. I think that it should have been the vote to split up Jeremy and Natalie, absolutely. But I think Jeremy should have gone. I think he's the stronger player of the two. Physically, mm-hmm. is he an asset to the tribe? Sure. But then we saw the second challenge where they struggled because they had two big guys at the end. You want to have diversity in like the the strengths in your tribe you know we watch all of these different seasons of survivor and sometimes they push for strength 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 but it's not always going to be about that you need to have flexibility durable like uh, um endurance all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have hated to have seen jeremy be the first person to go to edge of extinction knowing that he has the opportunity to come back and i'd rather him have as little to know about the game returning into the game than having existed for it the whole time jeremy is way more dangerous than natalie yeah in my opinion I, so that's that's my take on it um mm-hmm. so i do think it was the right move okay so this was one of the questions do you think that sele voted out the right person you said no i said yes <laughs> I say yes because I I was looking at the sides of the tribe and the people that were targeted. I didn't think I would have been devastated if Denise went home. Are you kidding? <laughs> that was what I for me it was between losing Denise and as much as um Denise and Adam are a pair, I I also thought Hannah should have won that season, so I don't necessarily have an attachment towards Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually for me, if I think somebody else should have, like, if I would have liked to have seen somebody else win out over the person who actually won, they're not my favorite winner. Right. see I think should have won uh, over Ben, not mm-hmm. my favorite winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I, for me, it was really like, okay, out of these two pairs, who would I be willing to lose more? I had more mm. money on Denise. So it was Natalie and Jeremy for me. I love how in the responses that you had on the Instagram post, uh, Joe said that it should have been Boston Rob voted out first. And Travis said anyone other than Natalie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. Because, okay, so in saying that about Boston Rob, I have had this conversation with a few people now. This is Boston Rob's sixth time attached to a season of Survivor. He's played four times. He won his fourth season. He was involved in season 39. He's playing for the sixth time. He played Mm. the amazing race twice. Twice. How is he not easily the biggest threat out there? Also, if I had to choose between seeing Boston Rob play again or Amber play again, 
I'm going to say I want to see Amber. Right, me too. I've seen so much We've Boston Rob. We've seen, yes. He's very entertaining. He's very strategical. He's a great character in Survivor, but I want to see other people too. And I feel like as a pair, it was almost like a Rupert and, oh, what's his wife's name? Laura? Laura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Rupert and Laura, it was like, I kind of wanted to see Boston Rob put his hand up and surrender his spot for his wife. And we never really got the opportunity to see that. However, if we had a blood versus water scenario where two people had to go straight to, you know, Redemption Island, do you think that Boston Rob would have taken Amber's spot? Oh, oh my goodness. I have no idea. I don't see him pulling that Rupert move, but you would hope that he would. You you think think he would do it? Well, here's the thing. In that season, they were doing challenges every episode and there was only a certain amount of people that had the opportunity to come back in the game. This time around, everybody gets the opportunity. So Boston Rob would have thought that he's a stronger physical player. Mm -hmm. So I think he would have said, let me go because I can come back. I wish that he would just go ahead and do that. I want to see what Amber can do. I don't want to see more. Although what we're seeing of Boston Rob is so entertaining. And it's like, I'm like, oh my gosh, he is going... Balls to the wall right now. He is going yeah. so strong right now. Like, what he's is he got doing? No, he, he's, he's got, got no, no other option. Though. No, he's got to go this strong right off the bat to get stuff and, going. And, and it worked. Having him, well, having him go up to poverty and say, I think we know the game the best. And she's like, yeah. And then she said herself, I don't think he's got very many options. Because he yeah. doesn't. His game is written on the wall. He oh my gosh. can't is- hide. Is Boston Rob going to be Parvati's new Russell where she just drags him along the whole time or like she uses him as her like her front the whole time? Oh, that would be epic. Well, that would he, be awesome. Here's, here's another fun fact that I mentioned to you a while back. So mm-hmm. in an alternate universe, <laughs> Tyson and Parvati are the Sandra and Bostons. If, if Parvati got one more vote than Sandra in Heroes versus Villains, that would have been uh-huh. Parvati's second win, and she would have been the Sandra. She would have been the queen. She would have been walking uh-huh. around like she's done this a million times. And wow. if Boston Rob didn't manage to win his fourth game or even play the fourth time, I mean, Tyson only played three times, and he won on his third try. Uh-huh. And here we are. So... Could you just imagine the Island of Idols with a Tyson head and with a Parvati head? It's just <laughs> so weird for me to think about. I just, uh-huh. I don't know in I what hate universe. It. I would not hate it. It's just like, for me, it's like, also, it's just very aesthetically different. Like, mm-hmm. you look at Sandra and Boston Rob, and they're kind of like these grittier, more like cultured individuals where it's like she's all you know um anybody but me and he's all like i'm gonna build a the the boston rob father (laughs) right and it's like and then you've got like tyson and poverty who i just think that their edits haven't like you know you had the black widow in poverty being you know like the the kind of man eater which Uh sure like, it's a great thing. And you've got Tyson, who's just kind of that person who, like, got his vengeance and stuff. Uh-huh. But as individuals, as, like, entities, I don't know how much they, Survivor could bounce off of their characters as much as it can Sandra and Boston Rob. I don't know uh-huh. if that's, an, like, a, an assumption or an overstatement. But uh-huh. just when I thought about that, I was like, who's next in line? It really is, you know, Poverty's playing for the fourth time. 
mm-hmm. I believe. You know, and Sanders playing for her fourth time. You know, Tyson's playing for his fourth time. They're all four-time players. Mm-hmm. Um, so I d- it never dawned on me that Pavi and Tyson were the next the next level. <laughs> what what a different different uh season 39 we would have had and um speaking of islands let's talk about extinction island and we see natalie arrive there we see her um thinking of and reflecting on how her own sister was first boot of the season that she won and i just think that's poetic Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool Uh, sorry natalie but it's pretty interesting that you now share this experience with your sister Right. And it's like, they don't get to share it in the same season, but they definitely get to kind of like um, connect over being the first person voted out of a tribe where every single Mm -hmm. person was um, able to be voted out, but they targeted you. Mm -hmm. Now, here's another fun fact. Um, So Natalie and Nadia, we know, played on The Amazing Race twice. Mm -hmm. So they're actually Amazing Race alum along with Boston Rob and Amber. So I was thinking that maybe that would have bonded Boston Rob and Natalie a right. little bit. You know, you'd think that being involved in a, a couple different CBS shows, that maybe that would be a way to be like, hey, actually, you ran a world, around the world on two occasions as well. I believe yeah. Natalie and Nadia were the first to get voted out of their returning seasons. Um, sorry, not voted out. They were eliminated. And Boston Robin Amber didn't make it too far the second time around mm-hmm. as well. But mm-hmm. I think they both made it pretty far their first times. So I'm yeah. just trying to find ways for them to kind of like really like connect. And I just thought yeah. that would have been something that would have connected them at least enough that they would have targeted Jeremy instead of Natalie. I know. And I, I think that Sorry, Jeremy... Sorry, that's stuff outside of the game okay. into the game. But yeah. we also saw a lot of stuff from outside of the game brought into the game. We did, yeah. So I'm glad that Survivor's being really meta about that and embracing all of oh, the connections. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. It happens every season, but this is the season that we actually get to see it. Mm-hmm. But you were saying about Natalie being on the island and having her experiences and just being able to reflect, connect with her sister in that, and just... It was, I, saw, I actually saw something that she posted on social media where it's a, a photo of her with her arms up like this, about to tie her, her hair up to go. Yep. Right and, when she was getting she said, voted out, she was putting her hair up. Right. And in that moment, I don't have it word for word, but she said something along the lines of, in this moment, I was thinking, Natalie, you're about to get voted out. Keep it together. You're going to go to the edge of extinction. It's going to mm-hmm. suck, but you're going to do it. And you're going to uh, get back to game. I want her to get back so bad. I was so looking forward to seeing her play again, and I need her to come back. <laughs> I think she could. You know, depending on who they vote out, she yeah. definitely has the physical ability. And it's funny yeah. because we even see her talk about, uh, while she's on the edge of extinction, we talk about her saying, I rely a lot on my physical strength. Right. But I'm excited to use my brain and my social skills and all that kind of stuff. So she wanted to try and figure out this clue because she obviously found a clue that was Mm going to direct her to being able to get a a fire token. We haven't talked about fire tokens at all. We haven't. Okay. Uh, So fire tokens, now our new element in Survivor. You know, we don't know that this is just purely for this season. Mm Mm-hmm. How oh, I bet they'll do it the again. Tokens? Well, I, I'm way more excited about fire tokens than the return of the edge of extinction. That's for sure. Oh, okay, um, yes. Yeah. But the fire tokens are something that, um, that 
add a layer of duplicity, as Yul Kwan says. <laughs> um, right. And I am excited to see how they work. Now, thinking of Extinction Island and what Natalie read about what she could buy, I have just been like thinking about what she about this <laughs> idol situation. About well, more like how she has a menu of what she could buy. For one fire mm-hmm. token, she can buy food, <laughs> hammock, yeah, beer, whatever. For three tokens. three tokens, she could either buy an advantage in the challenge to get back in, or she can buy an idol for when she gets back in. I didn't and know that I, the ad- advantage was an option. I just, all I heard was immunity idol, and that's what's got me yeah. Yeah, so both of those things have been like just me thinking about um which one would you do? Like what like you could buy an idol, but that doesn't but like what if you don't get Guarantee. in? Wouldn't you rather mm-hmm. buy the advantage? Yeah. So just find an yeah. idol. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're back in or the like game. if like someone buys an idol, could they just give it to the person who wins the challenge? And I don't know. So right. Well, here's the I thing: have we thoughts. haven't even been told if the idol is for you to take back into the game with you, or if you're buying an idol to give to someone in the game and then hoping that will bond you to them. Because it's, we saw that. I think it's an option. idol you bring with you, and it's only used if you make it back in the game. Wow. Well, okay. So let's let's also okay. So Natalie gets voted out. She has to surrender her one fire token to someone left in the game. Mm-hmm. Obviously. She gives it to Jeremy. I don't mm-hmm. think we had any question about whether that token was going. Mm-mm. Did you even question it for a moment? No, I didn't question it. I know that we've had some discussions about, you know, maybe you, the strategy of giving it to someone else who you think would align with your person who you're the closest with so that they could work together. But you know what? I don't, I don't like much. that strategy. I think that's yeah. too much. Just give it to your person. Just do it. Who cares yeah. if everybody assumes that they have it? Whatever. Right. Well, I think all she's doing is trying to strengthen um, her ally, give him more odds because he's yeah. now clearly on the outs. Why yeah. would you give the other side more, like, strength? And in saying that, that then we see her in the odds. So now we see that she has the ability to get a new fire token. She mm-hmm. got rid of the last one. She doesn't have any now, but she has to earn it on the island. And we see that she gets given a clue. This is where she's excited to actually use her wits instead of her uh, physical ability. Mm-hmm. And she goes on this massive trek to find this box to get what she discovers is an idol to send into the game. Now on the the description it says it will go to a member of the losing, losing tribe. tribe right so she doesn't Which is just really get too to bad and it to anyone right, right because i feel like if it was the Sele tribe it would have gone to jeremy i don't think that there's any debate oh, yeah. about that oh and yeah and then decal ends up losing and we discover that she gives it to sandra now what is your opinion on this i was trying to think through why and mm-hmm. I think it's two things. One okay. is that Sandra is obviously the underdog. So why not give it to someone who would need it and then therefore uh-huh. buy you some leverage when you get back in the game and you could be like, I'm right. the one who gave you that. Yes. Two, you want to send it to someone who will definitely need slash want to buy it. 
Yes. You want to make sure that somebody's actually going to purchase this. And if mm. we've learned anything about Sandra, it's that when given an opportunity, uh, an opportunity, mm. she will say yes and worry about it later, which <laughs> yep. is a strategy that I have been taught by my mother. You know, don't <laughs> miss out on opportunities. Say yes and worry about it later. Love it. And so it wasn't. That'll a be your strategy Sandra. when you go play Survivor. It won't be oh, the anybody but absolutely. me strategy. Absolutely. <laughs> Say yes and worry about it later. Love it. Can you promise me this? Yes. Can I? I don't know. But yes. Yes, I can. I'll make it happen. <laughs> right. So we see Sandra with an idol and she... So, okay. So we get to the, the second challenge on... Oh, okay. Well, let's talk about camp life at Decal. You know, we've seen um, the first tribal cancer. Now it gets voted out. She goes to extinction. Now we're at the next day, Decal. Um, and we see the split in the tribe. You know, we've talked about Saleh being this old school, new school, um, Adam and Denise in the middle. Then we've got Decal, which has this poker alliance, which they're fixated on. Fixated. Oh the funny yeah. thing is that's not being mentioned once on the other tribe, I guess only because Jeremy's the only person involved in it. Right. But you'd think that even if there was murmurings about it, that at least show us that the other tribe's talking about it. So we can be like, wow, this is a season thing. This is not just an island thing. So the people involved in this so-called poker alliance are... Um, Tyson, wait. Boston... No, so it was two people. It was Boston Rob and Jeremy. However, Boston Rob and Jeremy didn't align. Are we just discovering this for the first time? <laughs> I had not thought about it. So it's like truly a fictitious alliance. That, but who is the person that planted the seed? Yule, Yule. right? Yes. <laughs> Yule did. So he's so good. He he's is doing so, so good. good. He's doing amazing. He's not, he's not playing flashy. He's not trying to like, you know, do whatever. Like even just the scene with him and Sophie, which she like stops in her tracks and she's like, you want to work with me? She goes, can't you like say with a little something <laughs> that, more? I that feel was like probably I was like on a one date. of my favorite moments. I love that part. <laughs> but it just, it's such a sentiment to what he is as a player, which is like, I'm not going to like, like make this out to be like anything else than what it really is in this moment. And what it is in that moment is that he wants to work with you. He's not getting down on one knee. He's not mm -hmm. asking you out on a date. He's saying, mm -hmm. Hey, let's let's do this. What do you think? Um, and the funny thing is, so we see Yule and Sophie at the at the, in the middle of this tribe, right? And mm -hmm. they they have what they consider two allies in that of Nick and Wendell right. as the four of them being the one least connected, players. and they're like the least connected with everybody else, right? Least connected, one time players. The mm -hmm. only other person on that tribe who has only played once, I believe, is Kim Spradling. Okay. Tell me if I'm wrong. Because then we have Sandra, four times. Sarah, three times. Tony, three times. Tyson, four times. And, and, um, and then we have Sarah, da, 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 Amber, two times. So this mm -hmm. is her third time now. Mm -hmm. All right, so we've got those five. We've got these fives. Kim ends up on this side because of some poker alliance that she's <laughs> now incorporated in with Tyson and Amber. Mm -hmm. Maybe another reason that Boston Rob, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe another reason that Boston Rob kept Jeremy in the loop is because of this so-called alliance instead of... Instead of Natalie. Yes. Ooh. Oh, I like how what we've discovered. 
Yes. So I'm like, maybe that's something in there. Because yeah. what's happening now is you're seeing people get ostracized based purely on their social networking or dynamic or whatever, which we see every season just on what they know from the island. But we're seeing this prior to the island. So someone like Kim, who hasn't played since her first season, really wants to just come back out there and play it again, you know, beasting it up in challenges and stuff like that, is now being targeted. She will walk up to any group of people and they will stop in their tracks talking. I, this is my drop your buffs moment is when Kim Spradlin dropped to the ground at Sandra's feet and was on the verge of tears. I was like, I yes. can't handle this. I can't handle this. For it me, was, oh, that jerking. was the most humbling, humbling yes. moment to see from mm-hmm. her. And I needed that just to see yes. that she has the element of being able to overcome something. I feel mm-hmm. like in her first season, she was just trying to like get these people to stop being crazy enough to help her get to the end. You know, she always mm-hmm. had uh, her finger on the pulse. People came yes. to her for what was going to yeah. go on. She had yeah. a crew of people. It yeah. wasn't really like she was like, she wasn't really fighting against another side. Now that's completely the case. She Not had the world at her fingertips last time. Right. And okay. So the other thing is, so you've got you all going up to the other people in Sandra and Sarah saying, Hey, what are you thinking? Maybe we need, um, what are you thinking? And they mentioned something and he's like, well, maybe we should do that. And then he actively says, well, I've kind of already been putting that plan together, but it's good that they think that that's their plan. He (laughs) isn't necessarily working with small players. We're talking about the most recent female winner in Sarah, where Uh she was, a dominant force throughout the whole season. I know a lot of people didn't like her in that season. Right. I loved I, her from the get-go. Uh, I knew mm-hmm. we were getting footage of her from the start because she was playing a good game. People mm-hmm. thought that that tribe wasn't doing anything. They were just winning. We, they weren't going to tribal council, so we weren't going to see much of them. But she was so in tune socially with everybody. And so this is where it's like she has to connect with someone like Sandra because they've both got big targets on their back for being yeah. these bigger female social players yeah and then he goes to these bigger female social players and says hey i'd be willing to work with you guys because i think it's better the devil you know keep your enemies close he's not dumb do you think yule's target do you think he's painting a target on himself at all or do you think he's going to stay under the radar I think the target will come in the merge. I think we're definitely going to see him in merge game. I think there's no way that they're going to come after him in early on because purely based on Sophie, Wendell, and Nick wouldn't yeah. go for him just because yeah. they need him. Mm. When they're worried yeah, they about this, they worried about this Game Changers alliance, which I still think has many flaws to it. But mm-hmm. I think they're better to work with those three, knowing that the three of them will at least turn on each other. Where mm-hmm. the other three won't necessarily turn on each other, you know, this Tyson, this Kim, this Amber kind of crew, because of but Tyson was willing to. He, I what? love how he switched his strategy halfway through. Oh well, that's leading yeah. up to the next tribal. But do you want to talk about but, the second well, immunity challenge before we talk about the next strategy at all or anything? Oh yes, 
All right, mm-hmm. well, let's do it. So we get to another water challenge. We love our water challenges. We love it was our a, wall. This was a very insane. We love our wall. <laughs> it was, um, I thought you said wall, not, but you said war, but your Australian war. accent made me think wall. <laughs> we love our war. Because they did have to go over a rolling wall. So that, yeah. Uh, but like there was the boat, there was this giant roller, there was the classic numbers in the lock, and then we ended with some hoops. Right. Okay. So I was watching this and from the very beginning, you see them like screaming, go, go, go running with mm-hmm. this boat. And then Sele just instantly is just paddling the boat in the wrong direction, straight into their <laughs> pontoon. I'm like, guys, slow <laughs> it down on, for one second. On. Boston Rob's piss. Boston Rob always, I don't like, there's never a question. Boston Rob always gives 110% in a challenge. Have you, have really? you noticed yeah. that? I didn't realize it till the part where he's pushing everybody over the roller. I was like, holy yeah. crap, Boston Rob. No, but he's like, he's like putting his paddle into the pontoon, thinking that he's going to be able to stop the force of this boat from going into it. <laughs> it like pushes him back. He's pushing uh-huh. off with it. I'm like, you don't care. Like he, this is a man who thinks that he can physically move mountains. And I question if he could. Like, like, not that, like, not the ability that he couldn't, but just because it's such an impossible task, I wonder if maybe he actually could, just based <laughs> on his determination. Oh, you're so right, though. Like, he, he will make it happen. He's like jumping off the boat to get onto the pontoon when it's like this. I was going to say a meter away for Americans. That's what, like, a yard and a bit. Um, so, like, you know, it's like, yeah. I just think that he is this physical beast in these challenges. You know, you saw him in the first challenge, and I'm like, he's. He's one of the older players, you know, he, he and Sandra are the same age, you know, and Sandra's wow. sitting there like excited to sit out, which nobody <laughs> was surprised by. I love how no, Harvey's I love like, it. wow, really surprising. Um, <laughs> but, you know, even Sandra sitting on the side is like, come on, guys, let's go. Let's go. Tony, keep your eyes here. Pay like, that's just, attention. yeah, exactly. Like she's in it. Even if she's on the side, she's going to make sure that she's involved. But anyway, we see them do this challenge. We see them running over. I love that we're seeing all of these people that played 20 years ago still giving everything they've got mm-hmm, and coming across mm-hmm. as these physical players. They um, jump off this thing, get into the water, and then they get to um, this rolling thing. I think there's, there's this platform thing and there's the rolling thing, which is what's really going to be the most difficult thing for them to get over. That it's was insane. higher than the water level. And they're only so tall. Like, how do you get someone over? So the first part's the hardest part, and then they start just, like, wheeling people over. You see the decal people just get one person over. I don't know why, but watching people just fling themselves head head first into the water brings me so much joy, like, with their feet flailing. I love it so much. It looked miserable to me. You know how I feel about water. And it's, (laughs) like, this wasn't deep water either, which that's fine with. But the idea of going head first with your legs going over you, which means at some point you're upside down, which means the... Possibility of water going up your nose is very Fun. high. Good times. Um, like that, like they would have continued to flip in the water underneath them. That sounds miserable to me. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why can't you just like help them get off? Come and just help them. No, no time for it's that. It's also apparently. like, did you ever go to a camp or do like a retreat where you have team building exercises where you have to like mm-hmm. go, your whole team has to go through this hoop that's hung up by rope and no one can and touch, not the, touch rope. the Yeah. Yeah. That's I the one hate, I was thinking of. Hate team building exercises. And I love like them. 
Oh, of course you do. At the end of it, you know, you have bonded with your team and yay, we did it. Yeah. And it was hard. Yeah. And this rolling machine just felt like a big team building exercise. That's so funny because that like reminds me. So when I was in grade six in primary school, we had mm -hmm. one camp and I completely forgot about this until now. And I remember that we, our team, because we were split up into different groups, we had uh, this spider web wall, like it's got different holes and stuff like where that. Where you can't touch anything. And you can't get through the wall touching the rope. And once the hole's gone through, you can't use that hole again. <gasps> yep, yep, yep. Okay. So, but I remember that our group was being led by our priest, our parish priest. So uh -huh. somebody that we've all been, you know, through all of high um, primary school and had as our, our, our leader, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, but he asked who would want to be the person to like allocate how we do this. And I think uh -huh. I put my hand up. Of course and, you did. <laughs> and, but this is funny because this is, I had already started watching Survivor at this point. Yeah, so I think yeah. I would have seen this as like a Survivor challenge and yeah. seen this as something that I'm like, oh, I think I've seen this before. I know how to do this. And I just remember being like getting the taller guys to go through the two holes on the ground mm -hmm. so that they're knocked off. And then we get the littlest person to be carried over through the top. Yeah. And it was just really a fun experience for me as this, you know, skinny little brown dude in a very different environment, being able to see. Call the shots. Together. Right. And just like that, I think like you kind of like brought up a very early memory for me about my love for like this game and mm -hmm. different people coming together and working together and feeling like and who's the voice that right tells now. people what to do. You know, I feel like we, I, I feel like we saw Rob yelling when it was her, his turn to go over the roller. Mm -hmm. Wasn't he yelling like, grab me, grab yeah. me. Right. <laughs> it was but so you good. need that. You need yeah. somebody. Here's here's the other thing. I think it was um I think it was a blunder that they left both Boston Rob and Jeremy at the end. Yeah, I think that they could have at least got one of them over Jeremy because Boston mm -hmm. Rob was the one launching everybody over. But mm -hmm. the idea that he was the person to get Jeremy over, Jeremy just couldn't get on top of him without falling off. But you know what? Yeah. Um. Sorry. In at the and end then of it how all, do you get Boston Rob over? And like it was, seemed like such a big thing. I was like, Boston Rob, hold on to Jeremy's legs as he goes over. And then I'm like, maybe they'll be in the wrong way. Maybe that's a lot worse. <laughs> I was like, I could have just seen like this train of people. Could you imagine just a train of people going over? That would have been epic. I want to do it one day. Put me yeah. on Survivor. Give yeah. me that challenge. We're going to make yeah. a train of people going over. We're going to dream team this. Um, yes. But at the end of it all, Jeremy still brings his tribe to victory with his Granny Smith throw of the hoops. No shame. Just no. Granny Smith and those hoops and nailing them. Wendell was trying to look super cool, but you know what? You can't be cool in Survivor. You just got to get the, the win thing. however you can. I think, I think Wendell did this challenge in his season and I think he won it for his tribe. Yeah. This, I mean, that feels right. That feels, I feel like we've seen that. We've seen so him kill this challenge. Was, yeah. So I think he was like, and, but I remember there being like seven paddles. I remember there and they yeah. all spelling immunity. Immunity. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and so I remember that specifically, but then you see, you know, Jeremy come out. I think he had the best strategy and technique in yeah. doing it. That, when you think about on, it, second one on the Granny like, Smith throw is the way to do it to yeah. get it vertical. Boom. Done. I have um, no pride in accomplishing something by looking good. Right. All right. of the pride is in accomplishing it. However right. necessary. <laughs> Right. So, you know, I mean, how do you, uh, 
seeing when they lose that challenge, when DeKal loses and they're walking away and you see mm-hmm. Boston Rob looking at Amber and you just know it's not going to be pretty. You're like this. And I was waiting for Boston Rob. I think I messaged um, some friends. I was like, I was waiting for Boston Rob to pull the thing he did in all stars where he took Lex aside and he yes. said, if you, if you protect her, protect I'll protect her. you. Like mm-hmm. if you can, if you can. And I was waiting yeah. for him to try I to said make that I will protect happen. you if I can. And I can, and I could not. And I cannot. <laughs> that is so funny. You know, I, I he wanted he to from that mistake. I he wanted he to. <laughs> well, that so, was the reason he lost. Yeah. That was why he lost the game. So why would he do that again, Hannah? I know. Why would he do to that protect again? Amber. Protect Amber. If you Amber. can. If you can. Boston Robin okay. and I pronounce Amber the same way. Yeah. Amber. Amber. So the strategy leading up to Tribal Council was was insane. It was it was flying oh. around, people changing. You know, Tyson changed his strategy from Tyson tried to call the shot. And when he realized that it was not going to work, he was like, all right, I'm going to have to vote out one of my own to keep myself safe. Well, not only was he not calling the shots, we saw footage of him saying, they all left me. And he was running after people to try and be in the conversation. Yeah. Humbling yeah. moment. These are him the moments and, I love. Yep. Yes. Because I see it's the fall from grace. Like, yeah. I just, I need to see people achieve these things that's what you at the end of it all you i feel like you love the people who fight so hard for their spot absolutely (laughs) that's your favorite thing that's my favorite thing i love a good Mm -hmm. underdog someone Mm -hmm. like um as early as season four watching uh win that season Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. the three people on the outs of one tribe and three people on the outs of the other tribe come together knock out the other people and then get to the end that for me was massive (laughs) Of Sorry, course, I'm you're like the, like the only person who remembers that. I know there's other people who remember that, but I'm like, uh, what <laughs> happened? <laughs> well, there, there was Pascal, there was Kathy, and there was Nalia. They sure. were on one tribe, <laughs> I believe. And then there was Vesepia, Sean, and who was the sixth person? There was definitely six people that came together because they were calling the shots that season. Because then you had your, like, your Johns and your, um, what was it? Was it Gina? And anyway, there's a whole bunch there's of There's someone listening Boston who knows Rob what was, you're talking about. <laughs> he, Boston Rob was already voted out that season. But what I wanted mm-hmm. to say was about Vesepia. She mm-hmm. posted on social media because a lot of people asked her why she didn't go back. And yeah. she mentioned that she has never been asked to come back to the game. Uh, now, I was under the impression that she had been asked to play in All-Stars, but she was pregnant with her son. Okay. Now, with this statement, I don't believe that's the case. Um, because she was also, she, she says it herself. She was the first African-American woman to mm-hmm. play the game. I'm sorry, not to play the game, to win the game. Mm-hmm. And she is the only African-American woman to win the game, you know? So that's for her. It's like, I would have still, loved to go. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we've seen, I think we've seen two African-American, three. I don't know what people's uh, racial background is, but, you know, we've seen more uh, darker men win this game than we have women. So she was somebody who was like, I would love to play this game again. I honestly think that when you look at this season, you have to look at the breakdown of the the, um, the qualities of the people because in any normal season, they're not going to put two of the same thing into a season, or at least they try to at all costs. Now, people like Vesepia and Sandra 
I think they're both diverse. They're both mm-hmm. older women. They're both not necessarily as physical as the rest of the people. Is it too much to have two of a similar thing? And in that right. lineup, is Sandra just the clear person that you want to see out there? Yeah, and like how many people remember Vesepia? Like, sorry to say that, but you know CBS is, I know, of course, Dion does. <laughs> Dion raises his hands like, I do. I actually remember the whole strategy of that season. Right, yeah. <laughs> Whereas, but I don't know, I just totally can tell why CBS was probably like, no, don't call her. You know? Right. Ugh. Well, well, considering that they've only had 15 women win and they had 10 of them come back for this season, so it's like there were five people that missed out. We missed out on Vesepia. We missed out on Jenna. We missed out on um, who else is there? We missed out on uh, Jebra. We've missed out on Natalie from Samoa. Mm-hmm. We missed out on Tina from Outback. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember if we actually had a fifth female or if that's Sandra winning twice as Ooh. the 15th win. I don't know. That's a good trivia question. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember. So it, if I've missed someone, I am sorry. However, um, I think we speaking, got the rest of them. Speaking of Sandra, do you want to talk about her? receiving the idol you want to talk more about the idol and this might have to do more with like what's going to happen in the future with the idol but you know she didn't play at this tribal um Mm -hmm. even though she easily could have been the first one out but wow she she knew it wasn't her um what do you think how did boston rob and sandra survive the first vote they had idols they had their heads made into giant statues on an island and they weren't even targeted they just they had to, they had to do it. Um, what do you think that Sandra should do with this idol? I mean, should she just play it at the next tribal and like how many how many tribals someone? is it valid for? Did they say how many or is it just? Ooh, an idol? I don't. I feel like it's just an idol, but then again, I don't remember. <laughs> right. So I'm not sure. I think it was something along the lines of. I thought there might have been like the first three tribal councils, but this mm-hmm. is just her idol right now. I think that she plays it when it needs to be played for her numbers. Honestly, mm-hmm. we've seen idols be played for her mm-hmm. in Heroes versus Villains when Pabby yep. gave her an idol, yep. Pabby gave Jerry an idol, and it helped mm-hmm. the numbers for them to have the numbers to get to the end of the game. Without that move, they wouldn't have been able to get to the end of the game. If Sandra purely plays that idol for herself, which we've also seen, we saw Sandra play an mm-hmm. idol for herself mm-hmm. in Heroes vs. Villains, um, where I don't think it was even necessary, but she's like, I'd rather play it than get knocked out accidentally, like, even though the numbers aren't on me, um, mm-hmm. because you know, you'd rather, mm-hmm. you don't need a, a souvenir, as, you know, Tommy said, you can take that home as a souvenir. You don't need that. You need yeah. to get to the end to win the million, and she did. So You know what? I... I don't think she's going to tell anybody about it. What do you think? Oh, no, absolutely yeah. not. Do you think she'll she, be smart enough? Sandra is not the type of player to rely on other players. Right. Frankly, she's not. I mean, even in Heroes versus Villains, she was at the bottom of that Villains tribe. And mm-hmm. she tried to go to the heroes and say, you need to knock out so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. people are like, we don't believe her. And she's mm-hmm. like, fine, I'll do it myself. I'll get yeah. the end myself. Yeah, and she did. Yeah. The one time that she tried to go to like Rupert, who was an ally of hers the season before. Yeah. You know, she tried to, yeah, she tried. Wait, wait, did, did she, 
I'm trying to remember if he was still around at that portion of Heroes versus Villains, and I think he was. Yeah, um, she tried like right at the merge, right? Didn't she merge. try to get him yeah. to like believe her? And that's I think she tried to give him a heads up before JT was voted out. She tried to like mm-hmm. say like this is not good. This is not there okay. Was, there was um, Amanda and Colby because Amanda and Danny fought over an idol while Colby was mm-hmm. sitting in a bed just watching them. Classic. We had Candace who was the person to flip, and then they got her get rid of her the next episode because she flipped. Then mm-hmm. we had Rupert and JT. The Heroes Tribe was a mess at that point because all of the loyal people got voted out early on in the mm-hmm. season, and mm-hmm. it was that was a villain's season. Yeah. Anyway, which is fine. With saying me. that, <laughs> this is like this for me is like Heroes versus villains quality content. It really is. And you know, if this season is any bit as amazing as Heroes versus villains, in we have we have an amazing season. Well, how many people from that season are in this? We've got four villains. We've got Boss and Rob, Tyson, Poverty, Sandra. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have any heroes. Because <laughs> um, I don't think a hero... No, Ethan wasn't, no, Ethan wasn't out there. No, none of the heroes on that <laughs> season had ever just... I mean, Tom Westman was a hero. Yeah, but he's not... He didn't yeah. play this time. Um, and I think the only... Yeah, that's it. I think wow. the villains are the people that are standing out. And it's funny because the villains are ending up becoming heroes. You know, their, their edit is is changing. You know, Isn't you've got Tyson crying about his kids. You've got Poverty crying about her kid. You've got Boston oh, Rob talking about how started. he's good at making kids. You've got, oh, dear. like, <laughs> when he said that, when they were like, you've got four kids, he's like, yeah, I guess we found something that we're good at. I was like, oh, gosh, oh, gosh like, he's Boston good at <laughs> Like, such a dad <sighs> statement. I was like, stop. <laughs> He's got the dad jokes. Uh, anyway, okay, so we've got the Decal tribe. They're trying to... I honestly think that the power structure is forming in that of the newer players, the people that aren't attached, and the people that have only played once. Yeah. Yep. So not necessarily you being a newer player, but only being a player that played once. Yeah, he really got that. He He had a game plan coming into... Survivor, and we're seeing it play out. And I hope we get to see it play out for a really long time. I honestly think the only way that his game, you mentioned this earlier, like what happens, mm-hmm. how does Yule get voted out? I think yeah. that if Poverty and Yule get to emerge, she either targets him or uses him. I think there was a moment right. when they arrived to the mat and Poverty yeah. was looking over to which men were there. And she, I think mm-hmm. she saw Yule and that's and she when her face him. lit yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, like, yeah. I don't know that they've necessarily connected since they played the first time. Who knows? They share a bond. You know, mm-hmm. you and I know that it doesn't matter what side of numbers you were on. If you were part of the same experience, you have a bond. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's, it's uncanny, like, even if you were the first person voted out of that season and that, the other person was the person who won that season, you have a bond mm-hmm. because you played the same people. Yeah. You know, you have a connection yeah. in that. So yeah. I would be interested to see how Poverty would go with getting Yule involved um, because here's the other thing. Maybe Yule gets into a merge with his side having numbers. Poverty and Rob are there in the bottom of the numbers. Ooh. There. Oh, my god! You know, does he take them under his wing? Yeah. Try to take all of these big threats to the end, have them take each other out and get to the end. I honestly think that York takes Sandra to the end and beat her. Yeah. 
Because people have been saying, do you take Sandra to the end? I'm like, if you think you can beat her. And they're like, but we've seen it happen before. People have taken her to the end thinking they can beat her. I'm like, but they didn't have better games. I love Sandra, but I would also love to see that. (laughs) Right. Here's the thing. We've seen Sandra win twice. We've seen her get voted out. The only thing we haven't necessarily seen is her get to the end and not win. We've seen Poverty get to the end and, and not win. win. We, and get to the end and not win and get voted out. We've seen Boston Rob get to the end, not win. We saw him get to the end and win. We've seen him get voted out twice. Mm-hmm. So, like, her arc, we just need to see her get to the end and not win. Oh, my gosh. she. Oh, oh that'd be so great. Um, is there anything else you want to add about this uh, tribal council with Amber getting voted out? Anything stick out to you? About that, I, the thing that stuck out to me, huh? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nothing I knew really it was coming. Out. I I knew it was coming, and I was I was genuinely scared it was going to be Kim. I did not want it to be Kim. I love this new humble Kim. Not that she okay. wasn't humble her first round, but you know we saw her in power the whole time. So now it's great to see I, her on the outs. I probably would have preferred it to be Kim. Yeah. Um, because I wanted to see more of Amber. Mm-hmm. You know what? That's exactly what um, Travis said on our Instagram when you said, who would you like to see get voted out rather than uh, on DeKal? And he said, you know, I would have loved to see Amber like stay but I know that it was, you know, what was going to happen. It's like, I guess I'll get to see how Kim and Tyson played these new games. Um, I can't wait. I'll get, I'll get to see how Amber... Well, the other thing is Amber was her second time and then she was voted out second. So there's something about the number two that <laughs> it's probably... Um, you know, that kind of number for her now where, you know, it's like, <laughs> like maybe that's her number. I um, love it. You know how I like my numbers, you know how, yep. how I like theories and systems and all that kind of stuff. So that's something that I noticed. I love, I love a good uh, trend. Um, okay. So I guess, do you want to go to talk about next week on Survivor or is there anything else from this episode you want well, to I, we, about? We, I, I still wanted to talk about Amber's vote. Um, I wanted mm-hmm. to say, well, she gets voted out. Are we surprised that she gives her fire token to Boston Rob? <laughs> no, right? Nope. I right. love how, the, how they show her thinking about it and it's like, uh, no. <laughs> no. She's like, um, well, yeah. Um, but the other thing that I noticed is she ends up at the edge of extinction and she turns up to Natalie Mm-hmm. And Natalie goes, your tribe lost. I really wanted my tribe to lose. <laughs> Did she want to see Jeremy next to her? Like, come on, Natalie. Well, no, because then he'd have an idol. And he would have been oh. able to play it. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so what my, what I learned from that moment when she said your tribe lost was she's not told which tribe loses when she gives up the idol. Mm-hmm. She's given. Just picking someone right. from each tribe. Correct. So mm-hmm. I think that that's what we kind of have to recognize moving forward. If people are giving mm-hmm. things to certain people and you'd be like, why do they give it to them? They might've mm-hmm. had a better choice. It just couldn't go to that tribe. Right. So now we've got Amber and Natalie on an Island together. I think they'll be able to bond over their amazing race experiences. Oh, true um, that. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And 
Um, also, with the breakdown of last Edge of Extinction to this Edge of Extinction, which I didn't completely get into and I completely forgot that I hadn't finished, mm-hmm. we saw 18 people do it that time. We've got 20 people this time. Does that mean yeah. we're getting two more episodes? Does that mean we're getting double boots? Does that mean we're getting two tribal councils in future episodes? Ooh. We need to have a breakdown that's different from the last time around because last time there was 18 people because two people came back into the game. That gives us 20 votes, which means it's a space of 20 people. This time, are we going to have the space of 22 people? That makes this the biggest season of US Survivor we've ever seen. Yeah. Because now I'm wondering if when we've brought back people in like blood versus water seasons, we've only brought back one, right? We haven't done it at the, no, Redemption Island. We brought people back in at the final five as well. But was there 18 people in that season or was there 20 people in that season? There were so many questions for me to ask myself that I should have figured <laughs> out the answers to before having this podcast. Oh, my gosh. I, I wish we knew how many how many episodes were we were slotted for. Like, I want to know when the finale mm-hmm. is because, you know, I want to, like, fly out for the finale. Yeah. I don't know when it is. I don't even know when it is. Well, we know that there is a Hearts of Reality event happening in Los Angeles this year. Usually they take place in Florida. It's uh-huh. a, a charity event run for the foundation Give Kids the World, um, which uh, kind of it's gives awesome. um, mm-hmm. like final wishes to kids who are ill yeah. and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's an event that's taken place in Florida for, I think, about 10 10 years now they're having one in los angeles it takes oh my gosh i hope i can make it i just have to get the time off work Ooh. yes we'll see all right so next week on survivor um I, what do we what i wrote do we see? down i wrote down three big things we see one mm-hmm. we see boston rob pissed that it wasn't sandra voted out and that it was amber right well <laughs> Two, i mean we- sandra was pissed that it was wasn't boston rob so I know. even now uh, yeah um we see ben we see denise tell adam that ben knows ben knows but we don't know what that's about we don't know anything i think she found an idol ah! oh my gosh i, love I think she found an advantage she oh, found an I idol i think she found and that something they find out- and he was there well, good news is that Ben said that he wants to work with Adam, so that's a good thing. But they didn't look happy the, about the fact that Ben knows. Well, it's funny because in the second episode, we see Ben saying we need to bring Adam in. He doesn't mention Denise. So maybe this is a way that Denise gets herself in on the... I think that Adam and Denise are in the middle again. Mm-hmm. I think it's just how it is. They might end up bouncing back and forth. We know that Adam's done a lot of bouncing. We know that Denise has done a lot of bouncing. So <laughs> okay, new tribe that, alliance named the Bouncers. <laughs> the Bouncers! Adam Incredible. and Denise, the Bouncers. Okay, Jungle Boy the last, too. I love The last thing we see for next week on Survivor is we see a giant ladder and we see Tony up on the ladder. You know what? I'd climb it too. I've, I have no idea what's going on, but I, I cannot <laughs> wait. I cannot wait to see the Angelina Keeley ladder return to Survivor. Oh, the Angelina ladder. <laughs> oh, my God. Just she, randomly. She walked so we could run. <laughs> Hilarious. And then she, like, held things in her neck while she was balancing on things as well. That classic oh. gif that will never get old. <laughs> yes. Another thing we disagree on. Gif and gif. Anyway, oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> I just, I love that we can do this, Hannah, because you yeah. and I always have such different perspectives. We're completely open to each other's um, 
things that we recognize in episodes, the fact that you love Jeremy's voice as much as you love Jamal's voice, um, <laughs> the fact that we are going into an epic season of Survivor. I think that <sighs> Edge of Extinction is one of those things that, you know what, we didn't love it the first time around. I think we'll learn to love it the second time around, but then we might mm-hmm. have to put it to rest. The same yeah. way that I hated um the I hated Redemption Island the first mm-hmm. time they did it. I actually mm-hmm. loved it when they did it in the um, blood versus water format right. because there was more right. on the line. You're yeah. watching people that you care about. Yeah. The same yeah. way that Edge of Extinction this time, we're seeing people on the Edge of Extinction There's that so we as much an more. audience care about. Yes. There's so much more going on. So I think that what we got from the last Edge of Extinction was to get to this place the same way that we saw the first Redemption Island to get to that second place. Love it. So... Got great hopes for this season. Mm-hmm. I want to see how the fire tokens influence this season. Yes. I yeah. also saw, so you know how in the immunity idol we see the skull, we see the fire tokens in the eyes. It's a really yeah. cool aesthetic. One of the former contestants, Jess from Millennials versus Gen X, she uh-huh. put, I think she posted, um, I wonder which contestant's going to be the first to realize that those are fire tokens and take uh-huh. them out of the idol. Uh-huh. And I went, can they take them out of the idol? Like, is that like... Well, did you see who this... responded? I didn't, know. Nick Wilson tweeted her back and said, oh, I tried. They didn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it would be <sighs> Nick. Can't you just see him that... doing that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because yeah. she was like, I think it'll be Adam. And in my mind, when she said that, I was like, maybe this is like uh, idols in plain sight, like in Survivor China. Oh, I would love it. You know, yeah. So that's so, and so I, I wish Survivor would have done that. No, see, I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I just, I just kind of feel like it's kind of like an ode to win the idols, but this is the fire token season. Like I they could have all this season, like um, um, Fire Island or something like that, you mm-hmm. know? Ooh, um, I like it. And, but they could have done the fire tokens in a different season and then just had them in this season as well. But yeah. And you know, Natalie said it herself, this is the first time that the Edge of Extinction is going to influence the game as much as it is this time around. I mean, mm-hmm. it did influence the game last time, but maybe this time it's going to be a completely different game. You know, They're we're going to watch the people right, doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. So without dragging this out for too much longer, I'm very excited. Very, very excited. Okay, Did tell I want me. to see Amber go? No. Do I want um, more awesome votes in the future? Yes. Tell me, who's winning this season? Oh, I think Denise is in a good spot just based off of being in a bad spot. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I mean, if anybody could pull it off, it's Denise. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And my whole thing is I just think that there is um, there are bigger threats, there are bigger targets, mm-hmm. there are bigger blunders. Um, I think she talks well. I think she communicates well. I think she's a good physical asset. I think that a woman – I said it last season that a woman was going to win. I was wrong. However, Ugh. I do think a woman's going to win this season mm-hmm. um, just because it's been since Sarah. I know. Sarah Lucina was our last female the, winner. I, even though I want a winner to win, I cannot deny that my winner pick a, a is winner's gonna Wendell win. Hall. Oh, oh my gosh. A woman. <laughs> <laughs> a woman is going to win, but I think who's going to win is Wendell. Take, really? Take that tongue twister. Yep. I can't. Wow. He was my, he was who I wanted uh, to make my winner pick for Ghost Island, and I didn't do it, and then I regretted it because obviously he won. I, I right. cannot deny him my winner pick this time. Interesting. <sighs> well, yeah. I would like to see Denise win. I would like to see some of the OGs get far in mm-hmm. that of Danny 
and Ethan. I know other people are like, why? Um, I mean, I think Ethan will get far, but I think he'll get burnt. I don't know that he has the best game. I would love mm. to see Parvati get far. If yeah. she can get, if she can be the two-time winner, I'm not going to be angry about it. I would have been angry if she won Heroes versus Villains because I love Sandra. But mm-hmm. Sandra got to share the love. And yeah. um, you know who ground. my favorites are? I'm going to go ahead and say that my favorites are Denise. Um, I'm going to put Parvati up there. I'm not going to put Boston Rob up there just yet because I think it's a far cry. I think I'm going to put Yule up there. Um, I'm very excited to see what Sophie can do because I think mm-hmm. that she might be she might be the person that does Yule in. And, um, and uh, I mean, if Sandra can win a third time, wouldn't that just be incredible? It'd be amazing. Uh, I cannot wait. Um, uh, I told you, I love everyone. I mean, honestly, who you just said, Stand it's like, out. yes. Yes, yes. Wendell? Um, yep. Wendell, Sophie, Yule. Those are my, those are my people. Okay. I love okay, Sophie we can and agree Yule, on, too. Uh, the, so we, we, de- we both definitely love that alliance that's going on right now. Oh, yeah. I, I am not disappointed in anything happening. I was disappointed in Natalie leaving, but, you know, mm-hmm. you, gotta, you win some, you lose some. Um, yeah, I cannot wait till tomorrow night when we get to watch the next episode <laughs> tomorrow. I know. And so we're going to have another <laughs> podcast out pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, but that's exciting. Everybody gets to listen to either the, uh, to either this, to this either tonight or tomorrow in the morning in anticipation for the next episode. So we're going to be pumped. Mm-hmm. We're going to be ready. I'm very excited. Ugh. Yeah. And um, we mentioned during the podcast different um, input we received on Instagram. Uh, yes. Dion posted some fun questions in our Instagram story where you could fill in, um, you know, mm-hmm. just your reactions to the episode. And we would love for you guys to keep on doing that. Our Instagram is drop your buffs podcast, but our mm-hmm. Twitter is drop your buff pod. So yes. as long as you search drop your buffs, you'll find us on there. You can find Dion at Dion Alexander. Dion is spelled D J O N. Yes. My handle is Hannah Gillia, and Gillia is spelled G-I-L-I-A. Hannah has an H at the end. And Mm -hmm. remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you find them. And we're on YouTube if you want to watch our faces as we talk. So (laughs) I'm just checking our Instagram now. I put up the question, what did you think we wanted? um, What did you think of the episode? We want to hear your thoughts. And uh, Brendan said, best premiere ever. And he, so, he got it right. He got it right. I think he did. We had, oh, so just for the numbers, um, the votes, we had three people were fans of the Sele tribe. We had eight fans of, um, fans of the Decal tribe, which meant it was what percentage? Oh, the percentage is gone. That doesn't matter. Uh, 27% to 73% in favor of Decal. Um, and then, oh, why is this moving around? So then we had um, 31% said, Yes, they were happy with the first vote. 69 were not happy with the first vote. And then the second vote, 59% were happy with the vote. 41 were not happy with the vote. That makes sense. So I am am in the the not good portion of all of those votes. Hannah, everybody (laughs) likes your thoughts. So here we are. As it should be. (laughs) All right, we're going to have more questions. We're going to have more podcasts. We're going to have more fun. And we can't wait to have you along for the ride of season 40. Winners at War. Or Winners at War Dog. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love Uh, it. I will not let that go. All right. Besides that, besides my stupid pun, Dion, I've got nothing for you. What? All right, everybody. Have a great 
second episode of Survivor Winners oh. at War Dog. We Bye, love everyone. you all. Bye. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs. Everybody, drop your buffs.